This is Channel 253 Sports. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. (laughs) It's like a kind of torture to have to watch a show. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B-Team. Hey, everybody, this is Steve, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. That's right, it is Season 2, Episode 17. We are recording on the evening of July 24th, 2018, and in studio with an intimate affair. This evening, it's me and your friend, the one, the only, Timothy Hamilton. Muffin, top model on the Twitters. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's hot. It's fucking hot. We were supposed to have Cat so on the hot. show, but she uh, she was not able to make it, and therefore we're doing this episode without her pants. Yeah, no pants. It's a pants off, dance off, baby. It's uh, you've heard of hands free ho- footy. This is pants free footy. Pants free footy. That's right. Our friends over there yeah. in the other part of Tacoma are. I don't know if they're wearing pants or not. We didn't pull them. There's some flies in this room. Yep. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're on your side. Apropos of nothing, <laughs> and the dog is guarding us from the flies, but he can't see them so good. He's the Lord of the Flies. He is Lord of the Flies. He's just like sitting there waiting. I don't know. He's never really done this before during our show. He's just kind of chilling with us because there's nobody else in the house. It's just you and me. And man, I tell you, what a week or a couple of weeks it's been. It's uh, We haven't seen you guys since about the 14th. Uh, so um, what has happened since then? Well, we've had two matches. Uh, we had a, a draw at Atlanta, which I think a number of folks would agree. We kind of got lucky on that one and unlucky in some respects. Kind of six, six of one half does the other. We're not sure. We'll yeah. talk about that a little bit. Uh, we also played Vancouver to a 2 nil win uh, with the Nico Ladero show. What a day. Um, we've also had some interesting transfer work and some rumors coming out around uh, a, a certain Peruvian, uh, Paulo Hurtado. Uh, and we'd like to talk about the San Jose match coming up if we have time. And of course, we have your listener questions. All right. So, Tim, Atlanta, how was that match for you? All right, so it was on the weekend. It uh, was, and we we were riding real high. We had uh, we had a win in at home. No, wait, a win in uh, July fourth uh, versus Colorado. Yeah, then we went away. On the road. Was that that was yeah, away? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we went to God. New England. Kind of mm, laid a turd, but it was yep. a zero zero turd. So who mm-hmm. cares? We get a point, mm-hmm. and then we go to Atlanta. At that point, the at that point, a draw is a result that. That raises our points per match, but yeah. we've turned around a little bit since then, haven't we? They're pretty much the 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 bees knees, the 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 cats meow, the uh, the uh, elephants in step. Sure. The... And what ended up happening is uh, we, as a show, we thought, oh, of course, this is an L. We're going to take the L on this. We're getting smoked. There's no way we can uh... against Atlanta. Joseph Martinez, man, he. It... <sighs> we assumed we were going to get just throttled because has... no Dempsey. No Torres. Yeah, we did have Svensson back but from World Cup, but at this at at this point this week, 
At this point in the season, he now holds the MLS record for hat tricks full stop. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So going in, uh, yeah, going in, we weren't expecting much. We're holding on for dear life. Mm -hmm. And we know as a team we're going to be playing. I say we because I can do that. Uh, we're As a team, we're going into an arena that's going to have, you know, high 60s, but turns out to be 72,000, probably some sort of a record. Uh, attendance oh, Atlanta wise. attendance? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have walked out of there creamed. Yeah. But, you know, things, but things hey, happen. Tough kids. Yeah, things happened pretty well for us. Uh, there was a uh, there was a couple of handballs. Uh, one of them was called. One of them wasn't. The, we got a friendly we got a friendly PK call and we dispatched it in the first half. Well, actually, let's let's back up and let's just start lineups. Back, talk about our starting lineup. We're doing a four, two, three, one. Frying goal. The good old four, two, three, one. Tolo, Marshall, Kim Kehe, and McCrary, because Leardham is still out at this point. Georgia's own McCrary, Jordan McCrary. Uh, defensive midfielders, Roldan and Dellum. And if I say Roldan, I'm not talking about Alex. I'll say Alex if it's Alex. Okay. I just know that. CR7. Maybe. And then att attacking uh, mid attacking midfielders, uh, Victor, Rodriguez, Ladero, and Ship. And up top, we have Bruin. On our bench, we had uh, Svensson, Leardham, Alonzo, Nagel, Rui Diaz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rui Dewey. Rui Dewey. Rui Dewey. Rui Dewey. And then um, Brian Meredith and Alex rolled on. So noticeable uh, people that are missing, like I said before, one Clinton Dempsey. Clinton Revenue Dempsey. Did Clinton. he get any minutes that match? Uh, no, he didn't even. He wasn't mm. in the 18. Uh, no Wolf, no Clint, no Leardam. Uh, correct. No. Take that last one. Leardam was in the 18, wasn't he? So hold for a second. And I'm holding. This, you'll edit this out. Start over. No Clint, <laughs> no Torres, uh, and I don't know. There's somebody else that was missing, but Maleerdom. Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolf, Wolfie. Uh, well, he's, he's missing for a while now. He's. We'll talk about that later. He's on the milk carton, kids. And then uh, going after the supporter shield leading uh, ATL. Mm -hmm. Guzan in the back. Uh, Escobar Parkhurst. Gonzalo Perez and McCann as their defenders. Gressel and Laurentowitz as their defending midfield. They're also doing a 4 2 3 1. Via Alba, Almiron, Barco, and uh, one pincushion haircut bastard, Martinez. Joseph Martinez. One Joseph Martinez. Jackass Martinez. Holy shit, dude. So, all right. Uh, first thing is, first thing Headbutt first, champion of the world. Martinez is Martinez is running things down. He's being kind of ornery. Yeah. Uh, I notice he has a mouth guard, and if I've ever played against a uh, rec league, playing against a player with a mouth guard just irks me. Like, Uh-huh. And they're usually douchebags, too. Wait, can I say douchebag? I, I, you can say what you want to say. Are you going to edit it out? I'm not going to edit out douchebag, but no. I think it's common parlance. Parlance of our times. Joseph Martinez. Uh, first, first thing, he's just he's just like to have him on my team, but he's scrappy. He's just an ass. Like I watched, I watched him come sliding in on on. Uh, he's aggressive on on Stephen Fry. Yeah. Uh, by himself, like I, I don't mm -hmm. know how I depth wise, I couldn't tell on TV, but Not it looked with like the he, ball. <laughs> well, it's just after just after he kicked, you know he, he took a touch and then it was kicking, you know, trying to boot it forward, and then Joseph Martinez from mm -hmm. outside the picture comes sliding in. I'm like, that's a fucking dick move. And uh, then when he's later, clearly trying to just deliver a ball, uh, yeah, yeah. Fry, well, Fry took a touch, he bats back, and works mm. it around, and he's just going to play it long. Well, then you know, green bag of feces comes in and slides in, and he's just like it's frustrating as all hell. Yes, I get it, and who knows, maybe he was ten yards away, but it looked like he was closer than I'm comfortable with. Um, so strike one for him. 
then uh, what happens to the Sounders? I mean, chronologically, uh, there was Nico Ladero had a uh, kind of a s- elbow to one face and a mm-hmm. slap with the other. I'm like kind of backwards swimming, doing the backstroke. Uh, and that was the defender, uh, I think it's Gonzalo Perez. He probably should have been sent off for that. Nico went down. Eh, maybe he went down. Hey, we got punched in the face with two hands. But no red. Then later in the game, uh, there's a handball. Doesn't get called. Bruin gets a sweet shot on goal. Ricochets off a dude's hand, goes out for a corner, and and you know VAR ball bag Toledo decided that uh, we don't need to go, we don't need to look at this one, we don't need to look at that one because he's a jackass. Um, so it's a very obvious handball that he decided not to look more at more so than the one they actually gave. Uh, later they gave a, a handball that uh, he called, but that other one was a lot closer mm-hmm. than it should have been. Do like you think that. he just didn't see it? Well, that's why you go to VAR. He went to the VAR for the second one. Second handball, and we are awarded a penalty. Which means he thinks he didn't see it. Like, he he thinks he saw the play just fine and chose not to go to the review. I'm just, he he was, he's hosed us here in Seattle before on 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 a VAR that wasn't mm-hmm. worthy of. Or do you think one of his ARs said, yo, you really, you really blew that call? Well, now, if you ever, if you, if you creep in, in Seattle, uh, Twitter, Seattle Sounders Twitter's long enough, you'll see there's a, a. Um, a meme of him watching the VAR, but <laughs> yeah. it's not the VAR. Somebody superimposes a TV show. I don't know what the TV show is. I, I'm not that uh, awesome. But it's funny because he's staring at it. And I just, I don't think, I think it's an old dog new tricks. I'm a, I think he's afraid to use new technology because mm-hmm. either he's so overconfident in his himself and his new hair gel. New technology, like instant replay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, the clear box, the clear pl- the clear box I mean, frightens you him. You compare it to a pilot that wants to fly. You know, I want to fly with my hands on the sticks and That's da, da, da. Right. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm old school, it. baby. I feel it. Yep. Versus of playing the and I don't like the. I mean, I don't like inserting technology into human sports. I, I really not in that way. Um, just get the call right. Just get the call right, and sometimes the the ref's going to blow it. And you know what that? You know what that is? That's part of the game. But that's my. That's my inner sports nerd. So is gamesmanship and yeah, the, oh the, absolutely. And who selling was it, it diving? And... Who dove? Maybe it was Gonzalo Perez. Somebody dove into Vialba. Maybe dove into the box and didn't get the call and didn't get a yellow for diving. And that probably would have been his first, and then it would have got it in a second. Maybe that would have yep. been a second. Maybe it's the same yep. dude that that smacked uh, uh, Ladero in the face. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, I'm going off on a tangent. So we get uh, we get a friendly call. So uh, Ladero dispatches his penalty kind of up the middle and leaves a lot of it uh, and our big bald guzan guzan brad <laughs> brad guzan gets a hand to it but not enough to uh, to change mm-hmm. the direction of it and it goes in mm-hmm. and then uh, uh ladero hops hops over the, the the reader board and somebody has a uruguay i almost said ukrainian Ur- <laughs> A Uruguayan flag. Sure wasn't Bosnia. He throws it down to him, and he shakes it and and kisses it and gives it back. And I think after the game, he might have given the that's the guy pretty his cool. Jersey. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but so we we're, we're going in. Uh, we're going in. Are we at halftime yet? So uh, we're going in at half with a uh, yes. We're going in at half with a uh, with a with a one nothing lead, I believe. Right. Hmm. Are you just are you gonna say yeah? No I'm just what? I'm just I'm just nodding, nodding and smiling. Okay, yeah, we're going we're in a halftime with a, with a one nothing. Thanks lead. for looking. And then uh, uh, to start the second half, real quick, Kramer goals. We give up a uh, 
across and a header for Joseph Martinez. And he he catches you know the Fry gets caught in no man's land. There's two defenders on on Joseph Martinez, but the ball still floats. I think they're expecting Fry to come out, and Fry kind of half steps and then stops, and then gets caught in no man's land. And gets sort of chipped, and then as Martinez goes and grabs the ball, he's like barking at Fry about something. So well, I, yeah. What does he have to bark at him about? I don't know. Is he just like said, is he just talking trash? He I don't know. He I. I I guarantee he's on PEDs. Reading lips? I'm sure. Well, I can't read lips that fast. I can, I can read lips <laughs> in English, but if it's in Spanish, I don't know. Uh, the cross that came in caught our defenders. He's, his run split our defenders, and Fry should have probably either stayed on his line or come out. He took a couple steps and then got stuck and got chipped, and then that was a bummer. Um, so now we're uh, we're at 1-1, and our, our right back, Jordan McCrary, uh, gets a second yellow for just kind of hard, dumb dude, tackles, like I'm avoidable so, tackles. I'm so, I'm so done with Jordan McCrary, dude. Well, I think it's it, like him and Francis, like Jesus Christ. I I, want, you think Deuce is a liability. It's like adding no value and high risk of sending a dude off. My guess is he was, Ugh. he's from, he's from the Georgia area, at least, uh, yeah, he's from Georgia. And I think he probably got a lot of tickets for his friends and family mm-hmm. and wanted to work really, really, really hard and was just a little overzealous and then went in hard on tackles, laid on tackles, and then got two yellows and got sent off. And then he might have gotten fined after the fact yeah. for not leaving quick enough. I, I'm just I'm dumbfounded at how many times the Sounders are just getting jobbed by by the referees and no dive in the box, no no yellow for slapping. And uh, we haven't even mentioned the the Joseph Martinez headbutt head into into Chad Marshall. So yeah, later Marshall's in, chin because he's like a foot. <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing out of context. Still in the first half, I think it's still in the first half. Um, like, What's up, you little so bitch? The ball's coming back to towards Fry, and mm-hmm. and Kim Kihi, uh he sees sees Joseph Martinez making a beeline for Fry, so he kind of jumps in the way and, and gets his body in. But had he not. Uh, Joseph Martinez would have come in really late and really hard, even on our goalkeeper. Uh, but Kim Kihi takes the brunt of it. Chad Marshall takes exception to it and uh, gives gives Martinez a shove. Martinez stands up, shakes his 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 porcupine quills, and then tries to you know just basically headbutts Chad in the chin. And damn it, if he didn't take it like a champ, you could read his lips. He's like he's basically like, hey man, that was a, what the f was that about? <laughs> That's not you're just acting like a lunatic, and instead, I mean, anybody else on the team would have just dropped and rolled around, and they probably would have VAR uh-huh. and got him sent off. But no, he didn't even he didn't even like I, I can't I can't I don't know how he stayed composed. I mean, he's a patient, patient man. Chad you never see him pissed off. He's a parent. I'm a parent. I get pissed. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're probably more patient with people because of that little girl. Sometimes, sometimes, <sighs> maybe we'll see. But okay, so, so if they'd actually come to blows, would it have been like Foghorn Leghorn holding the chicken hawk back? Well, if, he, if he can take a Boy, punch and I'm... not even get not, I mean, not even break a sweat, a chicken he, hawk. he didn't even. Yeah, I mean, he had a face. He's I'm like, he didn't step down. He's just like, what was that about? What are you, what are you doing, you yeah, dork? Exactly. Yeah. That's just inc- unreal. That's Anybody else on the field on either team would have just come rolled to around yeah. and, and then like, oh, probably found a, a blood packet in, or a ketchup <laughs> packet in their pocket. 
sprayed it. So it's like WWE. It's like, seriously, what the fuck are you doing, kid? Like, it was it Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> when you bend over and you're rolling around, writhing in pain, you lick your palm. <laughs> <laughs> it's immature, yes, but so is high school. <laughs> More I'm ad living. Um, paraphrasing this word. So moving on. Uh, so, yes, we're okay with a 1-1, especially playing 20 minutes, 30 minutes down mm-hmm. a man to the best team in Major League Soccer. Absolutely. Currently. Walking away with a result from that match, it doesn't matter how you get it. It doesn't matter what it takes, and especially if the other team was being absolutely ridiculous and salty all the way to the end oh, their fans and beyond. Bitches. Ugh. There's there's no shortage of salt in Atlanta right now. No, all the Chick Fil A's oh um, they save a lot of money. They don't need to salt their fries out yep. there. Nope. There's plenty of salt. Well, yep. and that's another thing. Atlanta's they're new at this. They'll get it. But they're. Gr- I mean, wait wait until CCL is all I ever said on Twitter. You think this is crazy? Wait till CCL. Mm. You're welcome. And all I, all I, one thing I did notice is we can play and we we play as a game plan. You know, we put together a good game plan. Yeah. It worked, and but you can argue that that is if this is a turnaround right now. Mm-hmm. You can argue that that's the inflection point. That's the time where it really started to come together. And we've noticed. I mean, even one, with McCrary, one thing I noticed at Atlanta, I wanted to go. I wanted to go personally to that game just because I wanted to be in a stadium where, you know, you're outnumbered. <laughs> you know, when there's mass quantities of away fans. You know, like yeah. there's. We're, we're we're used to having 40 50,000 fans here cho- rooting for the Sounders but I've never been 30, a part 40. of a game where there's 70 out of 72,000 rooting a, that against was a, us a huge crowd huge crowd and I wondered if it's just like you know and, and Atlanta's not having a whole lot of fun at home and their fans are letting them know mm-hmm. you know kind of like our fans do yep yep and now we know what it's like and we know that it's there's way more stress on the home team playing in front of that many fans. I get, I'm just basically saying I get it now. When when teams come to Seattle and just try to bunker and it's not fun and and we don't always get the calls we want mm-hmm. because sometimes it feels like the refs go out of their way to not show bias to uh, or, uh, be swayed by the crowd. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, but that swings the other way more often than not when it happens. Well, I mean, ball sack tornado maybe is the exception, but every time, uh, who's our who's our fun guy that we used to pick on uh, (laughs) with the guns that migrated down to his belly? I always say Suarez. It's not Suarez. (laughs) Not Suarez. It is um, Salazar. Salazar. (laughs) Ricardo Salazar. Machete. Let's start. Ricardo Salazar. Ricardo Salazar, we we had huge bones to pick with him because he always seemed to go the other way on purpose. Like I'm, I refuse to be swayed by this crowd. In fact, I'm going to be ultra, you know, kind of like Casey Keller. He's like he refuses to be a homer. All right, so that was ATL. In a nutshell, uh, we could have easily won and we could have easily lost, but a draw, one one is fair. You ask anybody before the game if you're okay with 1-1, you tell them exactly what happened. You don't tell them the part that we got shafted by the refs, but you know we could have been playing 10-on-10 10 10 for sure, or 10-on-9 mm-hmm. because of two red cards, but whatever. Uh, will we see them again? Well, it's not going to be here. If we see them, it's going to be an MLS I Cup. I will see you in September. And then uh, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, on to Vancouver, the Nico Lodero show. How'd that go? Man, 2-0 win, one on a PK. 
uh, one and run a play that was just an absolutely ridiculous shot. Uh, he says he thinks they're all going in. That one maybe wasn't, except the keep. Oh, man, we'll talk about it here, but let's start with the lineups. Yeah, things. I mean, there's four games unbeaten. Um, one thing is also uh, kind of a little hidden gem. Clint's not playing a whole lot right now, and the team is having some success in spite of him. How about that? I don't know if How about that? it's too hot to put on the Clint mask, but I don't know <laughs> if that has anything, if that's, that's, you know, addition by subtraction or if it's just a coinkadink because we're getting a bunch of guys back and then everybody's feeling good. We're putting our, I, you know, it, there, there's, there's a swings. camp out there. There's a camp out there. And our friend Nico Moreno is one of them uh, who thinks that, that Dempsey's going to be pretty heavily utilized the rest of the season in a rotational kind of a, a position. Mm-hmm. And, um, we'll talk about transfers and rumors a little bit later on, but with uh, Rudy Diaz, if you can see his speed on ball and his ability to just just juke a defender and really get into space where others just cannot, uh, man, uh, you, you really saw a lot of hints of that in the and in, in the uh, in the the last thirty minutes after he got or subbed in. Yeah, this is Vancouver. Uh, he he did he did dress. For ATL, but because of the red card, I think yeah we slipped into a defensive formation type of a thing, and didn't want to uh, didn't want to use him and burn his minutes and and you know, whatever. I mean, Why? they're probably scared of getting a um an injury, a new signing curse injury. I think I think they were just they basically ready to park the bus, and uh, he didn't have a ticket, so mm-hmm. he stayed off the field. Beep. All right, moving on. Uh, all right. Lineups. This is a home game. Uh, our Cascadia rivals. I did not attend. I had what else I doing Saturday? I had, oh, I I adopted a dog. And yeah, went Walter to barbecue. Walter is his name. Walter's a good boy. Yeah, Walter. You, you already taught him how to do the dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's crazy. I mean, it's been three weeks. We had to put our uh, our Dakota down. Uh, she was just hacking up blood, Poor had girl. cancer. I uh, didn't know that at the fact or at the time. But one thing we noticed is it's weird when you see food on the floor. <laughs> we, Dakota used to just, you know, it was just a given. And I mean, <laughs> after dinner, I, I, I dropped my plate on the carpet and it goes, Bling! and then that's her. Well, she's already under the table because we have a three-year-old, but she just cleans the plates. And, and I put uh, I put little Walter to test today and he passed. He does the dishes better than our dishwasher, so I just put them right back in the cupboard. <laughs> Don't tell the wife. <laughs> but they are clean. <laughs> so now we have a dishwasher. Back to Vancouver. Uh, so, yeah, I was busy. I, I gave my tickets away, I think. Yes, I did. Oh, and by the way, if you hear this before the game on Saturday, I have two tickets to New York. Um, not going to be able to make that game either. So if you want to uh, DM the show and ask for those, let me know. I'll uh, I'll I'll set send them to you via SeatGeek. Word. Otherwise, I'm gonna you know the right now as is they're they're on sale through SeatGeek for a hundred bucks a piece. Oh yeah. If somebody wants to buy them, they can buy them. But I'd rather give them to a fan. Get them. Vancouver, uh, <laughs> starting lineup for your <laughs> Seattle Founders Sounders. FC. Uh, Frying goal, back four, Leardum, Kihi, Marshall, Tolo. The return of Leardum. Leardum. And, and, Much and Nuhu is starting to to show some creativity and form. Yep. Okay. Defensive midfielders. All right. Svensson and Roldan. Yes. Attacking midfielders. Welcome back, Svensson, from the World Cup. Yes. We needed him, too. Uh, Ship, Ladero, and Rodriguez. And up top, we had Bruin. Uh, and they're doing a, a 4-3-3 with 
Marinovic in goal, uh, DeJong, Henry, Watts, Waston. Oh, DeJong, and man. He was... Nerwitzki. He, DeJong. He's the one with the uh, ponytail, right? He's the he's the Thor-looking dude. Yeah. yeah. Ponytail. Yeah. Uh, much Felipe and Juarez in uh, midfield. And up top, we have Teixeira, uh, Kamara, and uh, Jordi Reyna. Kamara looked slow. Normally, when we play... Vancouver, it's just kick and run, kick and run. And they mm-hmm. had, I mean, it was Montero for the last two years, mm-hmm. I suppose, or one and a half years. Yep. And it was just kick and run, kick and run, kick the ball up to Montero, and then he he does. And sometimes he does well. but And set pieces, because Kendall Waston, on one end, picks off every cross. Mm-hmm. We try to send he to the was, box. He was defending like crazy. Offensively, he also usually gets on one or two and yeah. makes life miserable for our keeper. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, three minutes in, uh, another handball. Uh, I think the ball, it comes off a corner kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Marshall heads it, and it comes off at some ding-dong that puts his arm up. Uh, Donnell Henry has his arms, arms like right above his head. And I don't know. <laughs> like He was asking a question. Can I have the penalty? Can I have the penalty? <laughs> yes, you can, yes, young you man. Can. And Penso called it. Uh, Ladero dispatches it. Normally, I, I don't know Ladero's thing because he, he doesn't have a tell anymore. Uh, the the only PK I remember him actually taking was in the in the MLS Cup, and it was just in the top right corner. Mm-hmm. Now the one in Atlanta was kind of up the middle to the left. This one was low into the left, and the keeper went the wrong way. So good times are had by all. Does he always take it um, with his left foot? Yeah, that's he lefty. But you know, I'm just saying he doesn't really have like Brad. When Brad Brad, you could his your his heat map was just like a. Uh, uh, one foot by one foot square, low yeah. in the right corner every bottom time. Right, bottom right, bottom right. Except for one time. Yeah. You got to mix it up. Yeah. Well, you got to keep them guessing. So uh, five minutes in, we're already up on nothing. Things are good. Things are happening. Uh, who gets a yellow. It, uh, oh, oh. Donnell Henry gets a yellow. And then at the 30th minute, uh, 30th minute, Ladero gets a goal, his second goal. Roldan. Roldan sticks a tackle, and the ball's running out of bounds. He hustles, he grabs it, he puts it back mm-hmm. in, uh, plays it one, two, back and forth. The ball ends up with Nico Ladero, uh, probably about 25 yards out. Oh, yeah. Um, cuts it to his left and hits a shot that's bending to the right. And I don't know if the keeper thought it was going near post, but he already dove. Uh-huh. And he kind of overdove. But and he, he with his trailing hands, it. yeah, trailing hand, it's pretty much, it ends up right up the middle, bending to the far post. But he's already committed. He dove. He reached out. He got it. Got his fingers on it. Slowly trickles into the net, and mm-hmm. then uh, <laughs> it just dribbles in there. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and there it then is. Then Ladero's cheering, and uh, uh, we get, we're up to nothing. <clears throat> Only bad news is we lost Rodriguez to probably a hamstring. Um, talking to. Uh, Mickey Turner and and it looks like the guy's training right now. I think Mickey said that he was uh, um, at practice and and he was training. It's either he or um, El Rolo, one of the two. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey or they were both Nico. A tra- they were both they training. Both go to training. I saw them both. Yeah, and one of them had mentioned that uh, it looked like he was training. Uh, so maybe I'm sure he's not going to travel. We'll probably be careful because we have San Jose on Wednesday. But that's it. Uh, halftime. He was icing the hammy at the end of the uh, towards the end of the match. Yeah, halftime. We're up two nothing, and things are looking good. Um, I just don't really think. I don't think we had a whole lot of activity on goal. Mm-hmm. Second half, uh, we got uh, our, our our new DP uh, Raúl Rui Diaz on the field. Rui Diaz, and uh, he 
he got the ball and he laced a, a really good shot that the keeper really didn't have any clue as to where it was going, but his hands were there. So his hands mm-hmm. got in the way. Otherwise, he would have had his first goal in the first few minutes of his act- act- action. Uh, Juarez, a dumbass for... Uh, dude! For- dude! How do you behave that way? <laughs> Efren Juarez oh my for Vancouver in the uh, 76th minute. He basically goes hard on a tackle. He's going to mm-hmm. get a yellow, and then he's protesting, and he goes up to Pencil, and they chest bumps him. And I'm like, you, <laughs> you already just, got the yellow, dummy. You just made it worse. And, and then, then you, you see the body language, the second yellow, the body language of the players around him, like you f- effing dummy. Nobody, and then, no. Austin gives him like a just a quick jab, like the stupid. Yeah. When you're really trying to yell, but you can't open your mouth. Knock it off. Yeah. Fucking so, knock it off. He, and he's like, oh, what happened? Why? I understand. Red card for that? Jet bumped him. Yeah. Well, like, what a dork. Penso isn't afraid to give red, and he's not afraid to award a penalty, apparently. Um, Hooray. We got to see we got to see uh, Jordy Dellum. Mm-hmm. And uh, what other subs did we have? Well, we had to bring in... Uh, we subbed in. We subbed in Raul for Will Bruin, and we also mm-hmm. subbed in Ozzy. Yeah, um, subbed in Ozzy and pushed Alex. I'm sorry, uh, 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 Christian rolled Christian. on up. I like, I like that these guys are not getting a whole lot of minutes. I I like that that Ozzy's getting minutes here and there, but he's not. He's like the victory cigar. He's not. Uh, he's not being used a lot. I mean, I, I want him to have as fresh a legs as possible towards the end of the season because we don't do well when he's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Vancouver. I mean, do you have any thoughts? I've been just kind of bogarting the mic. No, you're fine, man. Uh, you've got good vision in the game. Uh, I think some of the takeaways uh, for me, again, Kendall Lawson was, um, was, was pretty fantastic. Uh, he's pretty much the reason they didn't walk away 4-0. Um, as far as uh, defending, um, there are some really great connections, uh, that, uh, would have gotten, would have, would have gotten away with it if you weren't for those meddling kids. But, um, that, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of one in particular where knew who had a cheeky little jobber and Waston, uh, who's trying to connect to, uh, Lodero and, uh, just got in the middle of it. Some really great, um, you know, attempted shots and Waston is just all over it like a cheap suit. Yeah. Um, he always picks off our crosses yeah. and we never really seem to learn. But the few times that even in the playoffs and things that we, when we've had our success, it's not through the air. Oh, and they're running, yeah, they're running mil- run of the mill crosses too. They're not exactly the most creative play, but you know, we're doing the right thing and trying to get the ball into the box, which is where magic happens. Um, let's see. I think Will Bruin had a really fantastic game and he was undersung as well. And before the injury, uh, Vic Rod really, uh, are, are we not calling him that anymore? Anyway, uh, Victor Rodriguez, um, had, Hamstring he was Rodriguez. really getting, he was really getting some really good forward, um, kind of offside trappy positions, which were fantastic. Um, uh, I recall a particular couple plays about uh, 35, 45 minutes in, uh, right before uh, or right around the time of Lodera's goal, where he's just he's making things happen, and it's particularly on on the Lodero goal. Um, he was out there, and he could have very easily poached a deflection. He could have. It, it, that's the sort of positioning that allows for lower percentage shots like Lodero's to turn into successful plays. 
Uh, for me, that's, I think, the big takeaway and what uh, a, a really good indicator of what a full-strength Sounders team can do uh, to really muddle things up for defenders. That's my takeaway. That's my main takeaway for that match. That works. We yeah. have uh, two Cascadia um, matches underway, and we have three points out of two. Leardom had a hell of a game. Kim Kihi marked the shit out of uh, out of uh, Kai Kamara. He he couldn't he couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't he he was just marked out of the game for the that's, most part. That's one thing for Kai. I don't really see him. I mean, there was a through ball that he got in the end of and and took a couple of touches and was going to goal. He mm-hmm. had a defender coming, but he doesn't. It doesn't strike me as having a whole lot of creativity. Yeah. Uh, not He's being able to break older. people down, but he wins. He finds pockets of space to win headers and, and mm-hmm. win kicks. And He's, he's got height, which is something he has, but and he's got vertical. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't really effective. No. Um. And and Vancouver. I mean, y'all. <laughs> that that team was barking at each other. Everybody was pissy. Every everybody's bitching at each other and chirping at each other. Um. They're they're not in they're not in a good place right now. They're, no, they're not. Uh, they're and, really not. On top of that, from is, a, for just from a morale standpoint, they look like shit. They're, they're one of their bright shining stars, mm-hmm. uh, Alfonso Davies. It looks like you know we'll talk. You know, well, it's, we're going to blend into the transfer rumors and all that stuff. <laughs> but it looks like he's going to Bayern Munich, um, and he was not dressing for that game. So more than likely. He was in Germany, you know, maybe going to get checked out. Who knows what's going to happen to him? He might get loaned mm-hmm. back for the rest of the season and then come come next year going going to Germany and maybe get loaned out to somebody else. But um, I'm sure having him on the field is spark and exciting. But the team is just not awesome. I mean, they were having some success until this game, but today's match, they, they had no answers. Well, with that, uh, as soon as we come back from the break, we will talk about transfers, uh, the actual transfers, uh, Ru Diaz in, Wolf out, uh, and uh, some of the some of the swirl in the community around that. And then, of course, we have a real live prospect on the line, kids. Lots of rumors swirling, lots of confirmations in different sources. And with that, we'll take a little bit of a break. And uh, thanks so much for listening to the Flounders BT Podcast. Cop shows. I'll be the fat lieutenant. You people need to stop fucking up. I need my reports on time. Sucking on I a cigar. I want your badge and your gun and your ankle gun too. <laughs> You're the one you stuff yep. in your side and your crotch gun and your know, ass gun. I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but in every movie, the cops always have a gun in their sock. 
you know how awkward that would be and how uncomfortable that I mean for one well especially if you're wearing you ain't shorts running like get an get a proper ankle holster for Christ's sake no I'm sure it's, and, I'm sure that's what it is but if you have one in your sock or in your underpants it's, it's the only thing not, you should do is shoot your ass hair off it's or probably worse. not in their sock and I'm going to be corrected by someone who actually knows what's up but it's, it, it, it's they lift up their leg and there's another like the <laughs> yeah just like Barco he's got a side piece just like Barco Barco's got a side <laughs> What a hey yo! This gossip has been brought to you by the uh, I don't know the, the, the ridiculous the, antics of one uh, Ezekiel Hurtado or no Ezekiel yeah, it is Ezekiel, Ezekiel Barco yeah this gossip is this is an episode of of Flounders Real Housewives of Atlanta yeah and somebody tweeted I think it was Matt Oak said oh we finally arrived there's now a sex scandal in MLS, in MLS. <laughs> <laughs> soccer has finally arrived in America. Not since 19... And the 20th anniversary of... uh, Dude's married, too. What? Oh, I don't know. Dude just got married. Oh. Wait, wait. Barco just got married? I think so. No, he's like 19. Okay. 19. Then he's just a stupid kid. It must have been other dude got married. I don't know. Anyway. Bad joke we drink. Hey, Um, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team podcast. Uh, This is the part of the show where we mourn the loss of one Magnus Wolf Ikram. Uh, friends, oh. Oh. it's like three wolf moon, but there's yeah. only one wolf and he's walking away. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, so there has been a lot of transfer activity and buzz and hubbub, uh, around, uh, what's going on with, uh, the front office and what's going on with our, uh, roster. First things first, of course, is, uh, the primary appearance, the first appearance of Mr. Raul Ruiz at the Vancouver game. We talked a little bit about his performance. I We didn't really talk about uh, some of his efforts, but yeah, one of his shots on goal was one of was one that, uh, that, that our friend uh, Waston was able to just shut down. Um, so uh, what did you think about his speed, his touch, his uh, w- what he was looking like on ball and getting into space around defenders? What ended up happening? I mean, the one, th- the, he, the really good shot on goal he had, he hung out in uh, Waston's blind spot, and then went, once Ladero got the ball, um, he made a run behind. I don't know if it was behind. Shoot. I think it was, yeah, the ball was played. There was a, a forward ball played in between Waston and R- Raul. Raul Rudias. Raul basically cut him off, got to the ball, and at this point, yeah, at the edge of the 18. Waston's hands were kind of tied because you're not going to foul him at that point because it'll be another penalty. So you kind of have to just, you know, maybe get a little physical with him and do what you can to kind of jar him loose and hopefully not uh, uh, get get called for a penalty. But he just turned and whacked it. And it was on frame, too. Sure. For just as quick of, of a shot. It was on frame. It was going in. Keeper got a hand to it. But. I like what he has to bring. Um, unfortunately, with with the conversations that we were having uh, uh, about the wolf, the wolf basically was was let go because he he was brought to the team to find pockets of space and play direct balls to uh, Jordan Morris running up the right. field. And Jordan gets hurt. So now, what do we do with this uh, this this? Norwegian with excellent quality, and, but that's about it. You know, no. that's that's the hard part for me. Was was uh, they were talking about Wolf as the reason we had to get rid of him is because we didn't have a Jordan Morris like player. 
for him to deliver balls to. That's what that's what Brian Schmetzer said in the press conference, like out loud to people. And I mean, Nico asked, uh, you know, whether it was a performance issue and he just kind of laughed it off. No, no, it's just it's a decision. It just wasn't a good fit. And, you know, they marketed it and and sent it out as something that's, you know, it's good for everybody. Now Wolf can go into the open market and we're saving a bunch of money and so on and so forth. But the initial optics are like, didn't we just sign that player? Didn't we just sign that player? He's supposed to be delivering balls to like, what was your, what is the plan here? It just didn't make sense. It didn't compute. Literally you were scratching your head. It was a head scratcher. It really was. I'm like, what, you know, the only thing I could say was, you know, I, I hope that this isn't another thing that we regret. Well, a little bit later on down the line. There's been a few players that have not, you know, that have come and gone like flash in the pan, like significant yeah. players. Uh, uh, remember Christian Tiffert? Christian Tiffert. Yeah, he you was remember. our DP, German players. And he, I don't know. I don't remember anything. He didn't really stand out at all. Um, I thought he was supposed to be, you know, I don't know if he was a playmaking number 10, but I just yep. I don't remember any impact he had on the game whatsoever. I mean, it was um, years ago. You but, remember that guy that was supposed to be kind of like the Aussie stand in? uh english player uh scottish player rather um moffat yeah adam moffat oh. he was supposed to be a a pretty solid you know defender utility defender i mean nobody's gonna replace ozzy especially not at a moffat a middle-aged you know defender from scotland currently playing at sacramento <laughs> yeah i've seen him uh i've actually i've heckled him yeah. <laughs> called Bald him head. happy father's day <laughs> shouted that out loud it's a head scratcher. I mean, he it, was marketed by the club, and they made cute, you know, little gifts and, and videos and, and things. Yeah, but. and and the fans liked him, right? I mean, and he had a couple of goals, one in Open Cup play and one in, uh, I'm sorry, in CCL play. Yeah. No, it was Open well, Cup might, play. It might have been both. And and uh, against Santa Tecla in, uh, yeah, in CCL, CCL earlier in the year, on uh, January. <laughs> um, and, and again, one in league play. And he... Every time he's on the field, we're like, why is Alex Roldan getting his minutes? What? I, I don't know what it, it was. Sense. If it was just an effort, if it was a, a speed slash uh, defensive effort that he just wasn't making. You know, when we when we went to Toronto, he had two touches on a ball and just, just diced and, and nutmegged and mm-hmm. then played a great ball to, to Bruin for, for our either our first half goal or our go-ahead goal. But I mean, that's the quality that we're looking for. But yeah, if we're not, if we're just incompetent on offense, well, then and he hasn't and had we anything blew. To do. I mean, we might be getting a partial refund of a couple hundred thousand dollars on his contract. It but it was like, still like we we flushed like three hundred grand to Tam down yeah, the toilet. Sounds like a five hundred dollar contract or five hundred. And we we didn't trade him. We fucking waived him. We waived him. But I, th- I there's got to be some mechanism where you know he agreed. I think he agreed to walk away and and you know basically cancel kill his own contract so we didn't have to pay him there, now at that point he could pick up on another club and go back to norway going whatever on? did I, there have to be something else going can, on if that uh, i don't want to read into it yeah we're, we're essentially making stuff up we don't have this information yeah. so we don't know um and and two things schmetzer's not going to throw a guy under the bus he's too good for that and he's oh, not gonna, he's not going to die him were issues. at the same time you you if if you want a guy to get picked up and 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 someone to take over his salary, last thing you're gonna do is like, hey, you didn't play any defense, and uh, but uh, he kind of he, he we, drank out of the cart and chews with his mouth open. We don't waived really like the guy. him. We waived him, so we don't get it. If no. does somebody sign him? Do we get? If it's if it's like any other sport, you waive him, and then if other teams pick him up, then they take his contract. 
Okay, for the remainder of the term. Yeah, the two hundred grand. If that's correct. <laughs> well, the other. Two, yeah, exactly. So we still have some Tam, um, and we don't have his contract anymore, and he's off the books. Okay, so we got a little bit of extra scratch to play with. So thing one. Then, Rui Diaz. Are we getting value for money for him based on the one the, shot the thirty minutes seen. that you saw? <laughs> I mean, he he looked pretty dynamic out there, and he certainly has the the potential. He's he's done great in, in for the Peruvian national team. He's gr- done great for uh for the uh for um Morelio. Yeah, Morelio. Yep, yep. Like uh, in Liga MX, and um, it, it it certainly looks promising. I think time will tell, and obviously, uh, any kind of speed and talent up there up top for the Sounders is going to be fantastic. So, I, I think we're going to get value for money for that guy. Um, so with the little bit of extra scratch we have, and no, we 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 opened up an international spot with uh, Mr. Wolf. That was another thing. Yeah. We opened up a little bit of Tam money, uh, but there are wild rumors circulating. Not wild, but um, uh, frequent rumors. Lots of confirmations from different news outlets that Paulo Hurtado. Um, who is a Peruvian uh, national team player, uh, former teammate of our our dearest uh, Raul Rudias, uh, might be looking at an an offer. It looks like um, what they're looking at is about one point five million dollars in a transfer fee uh, and or salary uh, combined for a year, which is a little bit under what transfer market has him at, and uh, by about half, I think, um, based on some you know stuff I was reading today. Also, is uh, because we don't have a designated player slot available, and we don't have um, an enough TAM money to, to cover any kind of, and, and the rules don't allow a, a, a TAM purchase of that size, uh, TAM being targeted allocation money. That's the monopoly bucks, right? Yeah, Garber um, dollars. Garber bucks. Because we don't have that available, it would be, it'd be, it'd be interesting to structure a deal around him. It would have to be a loan and there would have to be some sort of back-end payment uh, next year to compensate the uh, Morelio for the, for the trade and, and so it seems kind of um, seems kind of iffy at this point, but uh, there's certainly nobody denying the rumor. So, um, what do you think about that, Timbo? Uh, he's an attacking winger, winger slash forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we five, need it. Five ten. So he's got he's a little bit taller than your average <laughs> sounder, <laughs> or a lot of sounders are like sub five feet. Um, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, you know, we do have some Latin American players, quite a few, so they can at least, you know, we have one Korean that doesn't speak English very well, and, and we don't have a whole lot of uh, guys that can chit-chat with him mm-hmm. in the middle of a game that I know of, but, you know, as far as Spanish speakers, everyone can communicate with one yeah. another. I mean, even Roldan, Roldan is, is a U.S. national, but he also speaks Spanish. He's from, uh, you know, he's got Latin American heritage and so I think we'll be able. To, he should fit right. He'll in. He'll integrate with the team, no problem. Get get him, get him some minutes. Let's see what it, what he's like in training. <laughs> you know, and this is all speculation. We haven't seen anything. Yeah. So I'll hold off some of that analysis until we get some listener questions a little bit later on um, about the impact to other forwards on the team, like Will Bruin and. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> 
Clint Dempsey. I keep wanting to say Christian Dempsey for some reason uh, uh, on a signing like Hurtado's and whether Rude Diaz is a opening up um, opportunities for Clint Dempsey to shine like I posited a few weeks ago and was roundly rejected um, or whether um, this is more of a replacement situation and will Bruin will be serviced in more of a rotational squad against uh, maybe some of the weaker teams in the league in future years. Well, the fact that we have two games in hand and we have to play some midweek games, that's yeah, we'll all, see what more happens. More bodies, the better. Coming up this week, actually, tomorrow, I'm hoping to get the, the show out uh, tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, talking about San Jose. They are not good. <sighs> they're not good, and they're chippy, and they're violent, and they are... Uh, generally foul happy, and um, the, we yeah. tend to get hurt at their games. We're at, uh, yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> San Jose is not good. Um, they're down bottom of they're everything. The they're the worst team in all of MLS. They're Worse than us? Sitting at 19 games played, uh, two wins, 11 losses, and six ties. The only team they've lost is, or the only team they beat was Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was before. Darwin Quintero that is chewing up and spitting out defenders. Mm-hmm. We're going to face that with those guys in a week or two, and yeah. it's going to be a different ball game. There's there's infighting with with players and coaches, and um, who knows what kind of hot mess they're going to have. And their fans are assholes too. They love to start ruckuses with shirts off and and uh, San Jose preview. Um, they're not good. They're not good. But any a broken clock is right twice a day. And they could they could pull something out, and they usually do because they have one going to hurt us. Oh, fucking Wando! They I don't, thought he moved. No, he's still there. Bernardez isn't there to club us like baby seals. He usually kicks the crap out of us, but he's big and he's slow, and so I'm sure they've moved on. Sure, I'm not sure. Maybe he'll show up, but sure. And uh, there's some infighting, <laughs> uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. There's some infighting in the club. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember players' names, but there's basically a player that got hurt. The coach didn't sub him out until, like, should have subbed him out in the first half, put him back on the field to start the second half, and then immediately subbed him out. Like, sure. why wouldn't you just sub him out at halftime? Like, instead of, you started the game, and then you put up the board, and then you subbed him out, and it's hmm. just kind of crap. And whatever. I think it's just somebody having a power trip. Welly, welly, well. And then, so. Uh, and then uh, Wanda was basically, you know, uh, trying to make peace and defending, but, like, whatever. Fair enough. All right. So San Jose, do we walk out of there with a win or we just walk out of there with our heads held high and try not to get hurt? Two pairs of shin guards. Um, we're hoping. I'll, I'll hope for a win because on paper you're playing a crummy team, bottom of the table. And on paper we've got a, we've got a healthy team. Uh, Leardom is still healthy. Yeah, honestly, I think Clint is a backup. Pe- the only people that are down, Rodriguez, more than likely uh-huh. isn't going to travel. Uh, I don't know if Torres is up and running. I don't see why he isn't. He should be training. Um, Buan is probably still out. Jordan Morris is obviously out. So that's at least I three I keep forgetting bodies. about Hendwala. That's another thing. When If Rodriguez goes down for more than a couple weeks, I think as soon as we get Hendwala Buana back, we'll be fine. Because we've got a pacey left winger slash whatever that wants to challenge, wants to take people on, wants to, you know, do sick moves. We should be okay. And congratulations, Belgium. All right, everybody. We're here for some listener questions. Are we excited or what? I mean, as it is right now, RSL. RSL is in the sixth seed. They have played uh, 21 matches. They've got 30 points. 
And seventh is Minnesota at 28 points. Colac, Eight is Dynamo at 27 points. And Vancouver's 26 points. So we've got three teams ahead of us. And we're going to play probably Vancouver one more time. Uh, Houston, I think we got one. Eh, maybe not. I know we've got Minnesota twice. Well, I at the end of the day, how many matches do we have left on the season? How many of them we've are played home, nineteen, and how many of those are against top teams? Too many questions. I mean, the season is not over. Uh, oh, not by a long stretch. It, we're halfway through, and things are looking up. We're getting guys back, and dang it, if everybody wasn't right, it just like relax, stay on target, we're fine. Well, <sighs> it's just so painful in the beginning of the season when we're just dropping points. It doesn't look like we well, have any this... reinforcements. And we're cutting it close. Anybody we wearing green is just it so losing. close right now. We are. We're cutting it way too close. I do not want to be going to decision day like John Murphy talked to us about earlier. I don't want to be on decision day trying to figure out whether we're going to make the damn playoffs. Uh, top Captain Cromie. Captain Cromie. Joe Midwest. Cromwell. Representing the Midwest, the Heartland Horde. Basically asks if uh, Dallas to Dempsey. Or De- <laughs> yeah. Dempsey to Dallas. Easy for you to say. Dempsey to Dallas question mark? Um, I, I doubt that. I mean, I know they just traded for uh, Baji. Oh, by the way, yeah, they sent uh, uh, just in transfers. They sent Colin Acosta, sorry, to Colorado for uh, Colorado, Toronto. Colorado Rapids. Okay, for Dominic Baji, uh, they swapped first round picks, paid some cash, uh, and an international spot. Um, what does that do? Well, I think it's good for Colorado. Uh, it's great for Dallas because it's great for Kellen Acosta because he got out of Dallas. I think, you know, a- as optics, it looks like my guess is is Kellen wanted to go to Europe last summer and he didn't get moved and he got a little sour. And I'm not saying he was petulant or anything or, or a locker room problem, but I just think when you want out and they're not going to help you out, then what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to continue to you know, uh, risk your career for a team that doesn't really, I don't know, maybe doesn't value your, your efforts there. He was, he was Texas's own homegrown, you know, he was the, basically the, the biggest thing to, 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 to some biggest player to stay home in the Dallas network. Colin Acosta should have been done right by Dallas. He didn't get traded. USA didn't make the World Cup. My guess is he was hoping to wait until this transfer window. Mm-hmm. USA makes a World Cup. He shines bright, and he's the the cat's meow. And um, but unfortunately, U.S. Gets, Soccer Federation can't get a shit together. Yeah, they didn't make the World Cup, and so now he doesn't get to display his talents on the world stage, and then uh, just request a huge contract from Werder Bremen or wherever. Did we answer that question? If he gets traded to Dallas, that would be great for everybody I, involved. He's going to get he's he, what what are we going to trade him he to have, have I mean does he retire from the Sounders or does he do a retirement gig at a mid-level team or does he go back to Europe to like the championship No, he's not going to any Okay, he, he wants to go back you. to Nacogdoches. I'm arguing with you. He is not if this I hope to god this is his last season jesus i hope so and i, I honestly i hope we win mls cup and he just goes away like he wants, ziggy should have needs his he needs his trophy i get it i get it he's gonna he's gonna be like that that 80s hairband that just won't go away and then we're they're playing all the the, the casinos the casino poison. yeah 
sticks. Yeah, with the different front uh, man yeah. because <laughs> because the one died of a heroin overdose yeah. in 1987. And honestly, I I mean, who knows if anybody's got anything left? I think I think his his contract is up at the end of the year, and I don't know if they're going to pick up his option. I hope 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 it just ends well for all parties. I hope he he has a great end of the season, and and we can we can walk away. Go and, get him, kid. But we got to be done with this guy. Yeah. We have to be done with this guy. I think um, so. You know, it, it's not, and and I and I really hope. I really hope. I think the hope, the best possible outcome, is that we do get a player like Paulo Hurtado, who will be able to show what what Clint Dempsey is not capable of doing anymore at his age. He is, like Nate said uh, a couple shows ago, he is the greatest American soccer player of all time. Maybe he gets a couple more caps for the U.S. national team and gets a couple goals what? and beats... beats caps uh, for the national team? What? Gets, what does, are you smoking? No, he does. I mean, not in any important game, but... You oh, know, you for play like in, Gold Cup. You play in Tennessee at the, you know, let's... The Chick Fil A Bowl or whatever, he just he gets a couple more starts and and gets a couple goals and beats Landon Donovan and then you know rides off into the sunset. Um, so this is a long answer. I don't think I don't think he's going to be moved. I don't know if there's any value there. I hope that his best option is to kick the ball into the net here in Seattle and then just just make me eat my words. I hate I hate that we're just all about kind of the Dempsey shade here on this show. Because I love him. I mean, we were so excited to have him. He did great for us for a few years. And and he got hurt. And he had medical issues. And he's a, he's a great player. He's a goddamn legend. I'm proud that he wore the green. And I, I, I wish that he were the player that everybody seems to think he is. And it's starting to show that, that he's not. He is not. He's not. He doesn't, it's not that he has necessarily faults. He just doesn't fit in the system and he doesn't fit to play in the way the Sounders need him to play. Um, Defense? Well, no. I mean, he he's not getting back in defending, sure. And he can be a target playmaker and that's fine. He could be a deep line playmaker. He can be a target forward. I, it, But it's not happening he's he doesn't have the opportunity in our current construction to do the creative flips and tricks as you call them uh that that need to happen for him to 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 create goals or score goals all right now and he's a step behind with our current and he can't beat defenders with the current roster as is and our current formation <clears throat> as is he's a liability yeah now we could make some tweaks. We could, you know, and make could a Dempsey centered team. Have, we could well, do that. We could have a team where we have two up top, and that allows Rodri- uh, uh, well, Rodriguez on the left, Ladero on the a right, four, four, and Dempsey two in the middle. Is a Dempsey friendly formation. A 4 4 2 diamond. I didn't like the diamond. Or a 4 3 3 or a 4 2. I'm, I'm thinking either. I'm thinking probably. I, who knows what's going to happen? But I mean, we have to have a. a I want to see like a four-one-four-one, where we have defenders that get to defend and don't have to have the offensive responsibility and and just defend because you know, we we pick on Nuhu, but when Nuhu is just a defender and mm-hmm. he has Jovan Jones to play the ball to, he's great. He is the wonder boy. But 
when we're asking him to run up the field, he doesn't get back on time. But Sometimes he makes mistakes. He's, he's getting fine. He's getting better. So my my take on Nuhu, and and of course, thank you uh, for your question, uh, Captain Chromie. Yeah. Uh, you you know what our hot buttons are, and you know how you're going to get 15 minutes airtime, fam. Um, uh, but Nuhu, Nuhu is young, and he's learning, and he's starting to control himself. Vancouver um, found that I, I saw some commentary saying that that that. Vancouver was very happy to let Nuhu have space because Nuhu doesn't know what to do with that yeah, space. Like, you know, Shaq be on the three-point line. Sure, absolutely. However, he's starting to figure out how to make those crosses instead of trying to dribble to goal. He he's did starting have... to figure out how to to push it into the box instead of taking a 35-yard shot. Oh, he blasted a cross in and hit somebody right in the feet that oh, was yeah. not ready for it. Like, oh, wow, that was not... Exactly. Oh, my bad, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> like, oh, I assume oh, that would be in the 18th oh, row. <laughs> I did not expect that from you, Mr. Man. And and that's the kind of play... That's, kind of, that's, that's the play on the left that we used to see from DeAndre Yedlin on the right, right? Where, I mean, I'm not going to compare the two. But we had Morrow. But he ran up we there. We had Morrow and hauled ass back. Yeah, exactly. And and you can make that happen if you have some control up there. And my, I said all that to say this. I think Nuhu's going to work out at left back. And I think he's going to become a key piece of our attack. By the time the show comes out, we will have signed a left back. Yeah, baby. <laughs> because that's how that shit like, happens. Like I think we, we're comfortable. We wave new who the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, um, do we move on from? from or he has like a fatal rib injury. I think. I think if we let our defenders defend and and let the offensive players uh, act in the offense, I think we'll be fine. Uh, however, that has to happen. You know, we're gonna have to juggle some players to get you know to get everybody on the field, but. You know, whatever yeah. we'll, we'll we'll hypothesize maybe with with next week or next, next question. Show. Next question, John Murphy. You got that one too? No. All right, uh, you had him pulled. Here up. we go. I've personally dubbed Brian Schmetzer as Siggy Schmetzer in my head due to some of his uh, some of his coaching decisions this year. Particularly the handling of Ikram <laughs> shadows of Tifford. We talked about Tiffert. Tiffert was our DP that that came and left pretty quick. Actually, the shortest you know contract he was sure. gone in the same transfer window, I believe. Um, is this a disingenuous nickname? And what do I do with all the wolf gifts I've seen? <laughs> no kidding, I made some good so, memes. Yeah, I'm totally. disappointed. Um, again, Wolf was a fan favorite. He had a lot of potential, and the only context in which ditching Wolf makes sense is in a signing like Hurtado. I mean, that's it. Um, yeah. And if that falls through, or something bad happens, like I don't know, a, a Vic Rod injury, um, a Wolf gets hit by a car, <laughs> like. <laughs> the only context in which this makes sense is if Hurtado actually gets signed and Hurtado performs in a way that uh, makes sense. And the, if if we think about how long it takes for a signing like this to happen, this explains why Alex Roldan is getting his development minutes. Uh, right? If they had this in the works the whole time and they just had Wolf sitting there as a backup in case... Full. We needed him to wolf out. Yeah, exactly. 
and like if if Hurtado has been going on for a long time, then yeah, not playing Wolf Ikram makes sense. But also signing Wolf Ikram doesn't fucking make sense. Any so of, any of that, let's and, just forget. Forget you put your put your pride put your pride aside. But use your words too. Put your pride aside. Let Alex cut his teeth at S two. Let's get some points. Seriously, we're at the we're next to the bottom because we're not getting we're not getting wins. We're not scoring goals. So who who cares? Who needs development? S one is not the development academy. No, it's not. S one is designed to get freaking goals and to and to climb up and win championships. And, yeah. And S2 so. is apparently our development team because they have not focused any energy on making anything uh, happen for that team. And we're okay losing, which is a miserable experience for us S2 fans down in here, Tacoma. But anyway, we're that's another there. story. We'll have Casey Catherwood on in coming weeks to talk about that, I think. So that'll be a lot of fun. Gonna have to be nice. Casey said he'd come on our show again. It's good to be asked. On purpose. On purpose. He's not just going to stumble in so one day. Are you? Are you? Um, are you okay? Are you justified in, uh, in kind of calling him Sigi Smetcher? Smetcher's done some head I scratchers. Think there have been some some interesting uh, tactical decisions that haven't necessarily made sense. I can't point to them right uh, off the top of my head. I, I think you're justified in the in the analysis, uh, but but Schmetzer is one of us for, starting for with a... starting with mls cup was probably the first time that was like oh that's no that's not gonna go and it didn't it didn't go well i think starting joven jones as a defender and not having new who in the back i think yeah. joven jones was just killing it at at a midfield position but yeah. i think i, don't I mean what... i i still hold to the idea that that there was some intentionality behind having christian rolled on it right back um and I think it helped him be a better midfielder, but you know, well, uh, that's not the most popular opinion. His 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 work rate and his speed and his is just his his engine can get him up and down, yeah. be a box to box midfielder, and that's what he wanted out of a right back because our in a four two three one our right backs go up the field and start to bring yeah. balls in. So that's I think is his plan. All right. Um, you can be critical, I guess. We can be critical of anybody. Um, I'm not. If I do say hey. Schmetzer out, it's a joke. It and and. Who are we, who were most critical and most openly critical of the people that we love and trust the most? For sure. Yeah. We love that guy. Uh, and I want him to succeed. I want Schmetzer to be the best goddamn coach in MLS history. And he can do that. He's still young. I love I love uh, back to Schmetz uh, in Atlanta in his press conference uh, talking about, wow, oh, it's a world record. It's a, it's an MLS record, attendance record, 72,000. Like, yep. Uh, and the Seattle fans, probably a thousand or so of you. Help yeah, you baby. Yeah, baby. Help you push it over that, and and, and he sips his tea. And... <laughs> but that's none of my business. That's none of my business, and we're good to go. So, <laughs> yeah, no, we love Schmetz. Uh, there's been a, everybody. I mean, even Fry. We love Fry too. And every once in a while, somebody just has a stinker, and and everyone's allowed it. Just hopefully not an MLS Cup. I, and I mean, talk about a fucking run of bad luck, man. Like Jordan Morris, season-ending injury, first game, like, first game, first of the half year. of first game. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's that's that's a tough road to hoe, and it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year. Been four games of of pretty much like, ooh, that's that, like, that was pretty cool. That's fun. It's we're getting a little gonna... bit of a spark back, and I think we can we can rev that engine up. Next question from Sounder John Murphy. Get her grooves back. Next question from John Murphy. Are we in the time where twenty thirty minutes, uh, twenty thirty minutes appearance from Ozzy and Deuce are the best thing for the team? Yes, Ozzy. Yes. Deuce, I mean, yeah. I mean, if we can work him into an actual rotation. 
we have to there's there's i'm sure there's a way if we tinker with the the lineup tinker with the roster and we also have to have you know just things have to shine our way we have to have uh maybe a defense that is you know young susceptible to a certain style of of attack we can do it um we talked about Ozzy. I mean, at this point, I thought Ozzy was going to be a little shaky. Uh, it looks like he's getting his, you know, his motivation back, and and sure. so he, like he is the victory cigar. Like I said, he's the he's yeah. the closer. He is the the Diaz that comes in and and shuts the game down. If we have a lead, yeah. he comes in and ices their uh, ices their number ten, ices their best attacker, and shuts them shuts them out of the game. Corollary to that, what happens to Will Bruin, and is Nico Moreno right, where Will Bruin just becomes the utility super sub? Uh, he could come in late, or he could be featured in in a two two uh, double forward. You know, two number nines. I mean, why in a not? midweek game when you're Big back guy, to back, guy. when you got one of those three game weeks. Well, that's. I mean, we're gonna have some midweek games going forward. We gotta have because we like got uh, we got the CCL bump where we've got some games in hand, so now we have yeah. to make up those games in hand. Um. So that being said, I I think ev- as everybody gets healthy, we have. Yeah. We have Alfaro and Torres as backup center backs. We have Svensson as a backup center back. We've got Dellum that could play center back. And I mean, and, and center. Is Alfaro with the team next year? Uh, that was a hard pill to swallow. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, maybe you if think? we go to. I mean, Tony, heck, maybe we could go to a, a three center back, sec, uh, three center back uh, rotation of like a, you know, maybe like a five, five, five something, something, five, six, seven, eight, five, three, two. Yeah. Um, or five four one. I don't know. We're, we could come up with a different lineup where we need three center backs and one with a left foot. Now he has to help himself by, you know, having a couple of good good outings, uh, not going to ground, drawing penalties, not getting booted. That would help. Rajo. And maybe that's just a couple more minutes at S two, and and he'll be he'll be right as rain. That being said, don't know. Uh, that's something that'll come up later. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, there's, there's. I think there's lineups where we can use two attacking players and uh, uh, two forwards. It just, you know, it depends. Or maybe we start in a lineup that, uh, that, that all we have to do is play one per, put plug one person in, and then we can all of a sudden, you know, maybe maybe a lot of that time at right back is going to help Roldan because somebody goes down or we need to. Uh, <laughs> there's shadows that are distracting. Um, that's the neighbor. So. I I think I now that everybody is is coming back into the team, we're gonna have Buana back, and Buana can, like I said, can can attack and take people on and and be that speedy winger that can, you know, can beat somebody on a dribble and can maybe just go out and and play a good cross in. I don't know. We'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Third question from John Murphy. Jesus. <laughs> Friend um, of show, supporter of pod. So- yeah, back to the answer to the last question. I think uh, using Ozzy and Deuce sparingly will be beneficial to the team. Using everybody sparingly. Now, we only have three subs, but um, we'll see what happens. I think we'll be fine. All our subs can't be forwards. Uh, what's everyone's thought on the letter sing- letter to season, t- <laughs> season ticket holders receive? We've been drinking. Uh, what's everyone's thought on the the letter the season ticket holders received from the fo conveniently right before 2019 ticket renewals well they do it every year i mean this isn't it's uh this isn't in my mind this isn't like a it's a marketing thing it's a marketing I mean, thing they it's just a do business it. i'm sorry we had a rough go of it 
Uh, things did not go as planned. Um, I, I didn't read the letter. It was, it was but that was roughly I, it. I things didn't go as planned. We have faith in the team. This team is as constructed now with the addition of Raul Ruiz Diaz is going to be fantastic, and we're not giving up on a cup run. Don't uh, give up on us. We're not giving up on you. Exactly. Other way around. Well, well, both ways. I, I just, yeah. I, but and then they offered some. Hey, by the way, there's going to be some season ticket holder benefits next year that are going to be brand new. Yeah. And I think John Murphy, in a private conversation with me, not so private anymore, uh, said, "Well, it'd be nice if they just started with a full strength team." I, I no, one hundred percent. That's one of the questions I keep asking: Is like, what are we doing right now to start twenty nineteen, right, ready to go, and. If we make a playoff run, we still have a lot of time, a couple of months, for people to get healthy because we don't have any off-season play. We don't have any tournament play. We don't have any any CCL this As year. As it is right now, there's no CCL for us next year right. unless we unless we win in the division and win the Cup, MLS Cup. Yep. Yeah. We're certainly not going to get the... Um, Sporter Shield. Yep. No Sporter Shield. Over and cup. then conference doesn't work anymore right I, I i'm not sure what the births are i mean if if in toronto is uh uh not going to you know there's only going to be one team from canada that that gets in so mls cup winner if it was toronto they don't get a berth for that they only get a berth for winning their uh uh round robin four team tournament the K- K- M- 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 K- M- whatever all right our final question from jeff Jeff, tacos and haircut. Jeff, uh, tacos and a haircut. If Sounders win both games this week, do playoffs start to feel like a real possibility? You're nodding. I say yes. I mean, right now, playoffs look like a possibility. Now we have to continue to beat the teams in front of us and, and the teams below us. But I mean, our, our remaining schedule. Are you looking it up? Right yeah, now? I'm, I'm fixing to to grab that schedule right now. We've got Minnesota twice, which isn't a gimme because uh, they've got Darwin Quintero that we should have had. But yep. he's lighting MLS up just just like we knew he would. Um, would he have been a good okay. fit for us? Yes, but whatever. Next match, of course, is San Jose. That's t- tomorrow, Wednesday, probably today. If you hear this, San Jose is a basement um, dweller. San Jose is a basement dweller. It's like me when I'm working from home. Uh, then we play NYCFC. They're well. They're they're top three, top three or four in the East. Shield wise, they're they're second with forty points. Um, and they lost their coach. Their coach left and went to, you know, Nice. Nice. And the, nice. the last time we we met NYCFC was that at rainy as hell match yeah. at Yankee Stadium, and they're still playing at Yankee Stadium. Best I know. And uh, the weather's probably going to be. Um, well, actually it's, it's, it's a home game. So the weather here will be just fine. It won't be at Yankee stadium. Last year we, uh, played them and typically it alternates home and away, home and away year after year after year. The only play, the only way we play them in New York would be like MLS cup or, uh, excuse me, open cup, us open cup. Okay. Next match, Minnesota. We talked about them. Uh, and then we play the galaxy, which is definitely, definitely a garbage fire. They're having a hard time right now, but they've got Zlatan. And uh, anything could happen with with Zlatan. I mean, you've seen him. The Zlatan. The Zlatan. Yeah, he's a wild card for sure. Um, He's one of the most talented uh, uh, gents that's ever played the game. And uh, you can't discount that. But the the team surrounding him is not exactly coherent. They're ahead of us in the standings. So that's kind of all. Well, 
but not that far. I mean, they're within reach, but they've got they've got a ton of talent back from from the World Cup. So, uh, what are we looking at standings wise? Let's look at the Galaxy's West. fourth in the West. You're right. Of course, I'm right. My Western family. Conference. Dallas is in first place, 39 points. We still this have them fi- to play. This is a 15 minute segment, bro. We're already at two hours. <laughs> L.A. Sporting Kansas City, L.A. Galaxy, Portland, Salt Lake, Minnesota, Houston. Vancouver, us, Colorado, and the Quakes. So we can beat the Quakes. Um, I mean, we can beat anybody. We've shown that we can play anybody, and now that people are getting healthy, everyone that said keep the faith, keep the faith, they're right. They're right. Things are looking up. Things so are looking good. We can our hardest matches coming up, we have Galaxy. Dallas is probably okay. Dallas is number one. They're like second or third. Okay. Um, Portland. I I think we can beat Portland. Well, They're I mean, on a streak. We have to beat them at Portland. Yeah. They haven't, they haven't lost since what? Was it March? Well, you know April? what? They've never beaten us. We've never lost at our place against them. Yeah. So Philadelphia. Winnable. Galaxy again in September. Uh, here or there? It's yeah, got to be it's there. Away. It's got to be. St- Every game is winnable, but we just have to have the right mindset and some healthy See, bodies. That's what I was. Going we have to for. have a little bit of luck. Every game is winnable. Every game is losable if too. The, of course, and we have certainly proven that. But um, at the end of the day, we have an opportunity here. We can definitely get into the cup race, and we can end up probably fourth or fifth. It's exciting when we're if not we playing try. for zero zero ties. Not just happy to walk away with the point. Um, win at home, you draw or win. How many points away from the red line are we right now? Well, we're what are we? Ten. We're tenth place, and we're chasing six, so we are ten points behind RSL, okay. and we have. And Casey's just two ahead games of them. in hand on RSL. So if we let's just say we won tomorrow, then we'll be. Seven, seven points, points behind them with one game in hand. And then when we play against Saturday, or Sunday rather. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm just saying we we have to take care. We, we're, we're, we're not. One yeah, game we're not, at a time. We're not. Sit, we're not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Jesus was talking about one game at a time. Any other questions from our listeners? Yeah, when's this thing going to end? Well, with that, thank you so much for entertaining us. Um, This has been the Flounders B-Team podcast. Uh, We want to just definitely let you know that we are going to have an exclusive interview with the one, the only, Jackson Feltz of KJR KJR Radio. And uh, we're going to have a chat with him on Thursday at the Georgian Dragon. That'll be integrated into one of our shows here coming up. Uh, So... If you have any questions for him, about him, with him, unto him, please let us know as soon as you can. We'll ask on Twitter because nobody's listening this long. Of course. Um, The Flounders B Team is a production of Channel 253. You can listen to other such shows as Taco Man, which hasn't had a show come out in quite a while. Uh, So look forward to that here coming up soon. Of course, the Nerd Farmer podcast, uh, where Kevin uh, Zamira and I appeared to talk about the World Cup just a couple of weeks ago. That show just came out on the 15th of July. So hit that backlog. It's still current and really good info. Um, 
the Interchangeable White Lady podcast, Crossing Division, and other fantastic podcasts uh, from the Channel 253 network, channel253.com. And of course, hit us up on Twitter at FloundersBTeam or go to FloundersBTeam.com to find out how you can subscribe on iTunes or any place fine podcasts are sold. Once again, uh, I've been Steve Kettleson. I'm Tim Hamilton. And... Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you very, very soon. This is Channel 253. Rui Dewey. Hold on. Skirt. <laughs> Ru- 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 Raul Rui Diaz. It's warm. It's warm, kids.